0: Top of the morning, friend. Hi, friend. We're out in the wilderness. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Don't do that.
1: What? You have a backyard? Like I'm telling you, like summertime has made me so anxious and like wanting to hurry up and get my house mm-hmm. because I want
0: Fine. a backyard. I know you're not interested in moving in this area, but from what I hear, my next door neighbor across the street is supposed to be moving. Are you
1: hmm have a big
0: backyard.
1: Mm-hmm. Do they? Mm-hmm. Is it posted
0: online? Not yet. When you see it, it send it to I, I surely will. I would <laughs> love for you to come and be my neighbor. Okay, I can borrow. A, I can borrow a lot of sugar. Why are they moving? They told my husband that they wanted to be closer to a beach, and I was. Are they? No, they are not um, Caucasian. They are not white. <laughs> <laughs> they are blacking black of America. Oh. So I was really shocked. I was like, hmm never seen I don't think black I've people, people ever that need to be closer to, live to the in, beach
1: cuz i think of like the weather
0: i do too i think of like the worst before i think of the best i think yeah. about like the insurance that you would need to get like hurricane don't
1: tornado, don't time for that. flood, flood yeah yeah i don't have time for that
0: tourist insurance I'm i don't i don't
1: <laughs> <whatever>. <laughs> i don't want to go down in my basement and then i see it it's flooded
0: or a snake lizards iguanas and if you're in florida you guys get it exactly And hmm.
1: know you're right
0: You and these these goddamn... It's real. I know it is. I know it is, right? Whatever. I'm
1: telling you. I'm going to be prepared. Just watch.
0: I'm so happy to be kind of like a low-key homeowner. Because now we're like looking at things. Like right now, we're supposed to be having somebody come and look at the floors upstairs because we're going to... Last year, we paid... To get the basement on. Right. (laughs) And now, unfortunately, since my grandmother has passed... Okay, I'm tired of living in a, basically, a studio apartment. That's basically what it is downstairs, mm-hmm. minus the kitchenette. Um, I want to come upstairs. I want to be beds. Mm-hmm. I want to be bedrooms. I want it to feel like an actual family. So, with that being said, I was like, how about we put, you know, my father down in the basement because he needs the cooler air anyway. Right. Um, and we go upstairs, so mm-hmm. Josh has really bad allergies, so now we have to take the carpet up, and then we have to look at all these different things to see how it's going to work and how it's going to flow with us, so we're That's just exciting. trying to, it's exciting, but it's also annoying because now we have to get all these estimates, we have mm-hmm. to figure out, okay, what works for our budget, what's what our floor shit. we want, which I don't want to be an adult at 28. It's, it's a, I don't want to be It's a, crazy a, because, like,
1: now that we're in those discussions, I'm just like, you know when people talk about like oh gotta start at home da da, da da but I'm like I'm at the point where we want to have kids, right? And I do not want to two three years into getting the house that we have to up and move. Oh we've outgrown our space and da 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 da. See, I don't have time for that.
0: This is the place that we would up and leave after maybe two three years, mm-hmm. only mm-hmm. because the upstairs only has three bedrooms. Mm-hmm. We have two kids, and I would prefer to have four bedrooms. It mm-hmm. has three. That's what I want. But the small room. I mean, right now for my kids it'll be okay for one of them, but I don't want one of them to have a humongous ass room, the other one have a small room. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna make that small room an office. But do you ever look on like
1: Zillow and every, shit? Day. Like, yeah, I'm every day. I'm telling you, I'll be going to them open houses. Girl. But since Rona is here I hadn't I haven't been going. But
0: I'll be doing a virtual. They got like the little three D one where you turn with your phone yes. and you see it. But I've been looking like in the Frederick area. Ooh, child. I don't wanna make that so hike, hard. but the money like the bang for your buck is pretty much out there. Like, See, you if get you more like, land.
1: I just picture Frederick to be, like, very
0: quiet. Exactly. And that's what I want. I'm tired of the Mm-mm. hustle and bustle. But then again, I, I have to think about my neighbors. I don't want to come outside and all my neighbors be white. Like, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but I would like my kids to be around, like, you know, some, some black you people. You want some diversity. Right. Right. I understand that. Saying that without saying that. That's basically what I want. Homeowner
1: decision, well, for
0: now, I'll just stick to decorating my houses on my Sims games. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you can, <laughs> help, me. You can help me. You can help me decorate. <laughs> putting in my cheap And you, know, you can help me pick out. Well, Josh is gonna help me pick out the floor, but you can help me pick out like little trinkets and stuff to Are put you around do the do, house.
1: Like wood? Do you know what
0: kind of vibe? I'm gonna do laminate because wood is too much money. Like wood I would
1: also. I'm termites.
0: That too, and then wood is just too fucking expensive. Like it's like yeah. fifteen, fifteen, twelve between twelve and fifteen thousand dollars. To put down wood floors, I'm not doing that. Laminate is just $1.99 per square foot, and that can so run it's you done. right. It's done. and that can run you depending on the cases and stuff. That can run you a good four, five, six, seven thousand dollars right there. Yeah. So yeah. I will gladly pass on that wood. Hmm. <clears throat> but shout
1: out to you
0: being a homeowner, friend.
1: <laughs> or I envy that. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> okay, do
0: so, not envy. Are you
1: caught up on 90 Day Fiance, uh, Happy Ever After? Yes. What the fuck is wrong with
0: Colty? It's not even Colty, Debbie. Debbie.
1: I'm tired. Yes. I need to get some stuff for five or ten minutes or I'm going to be in the freaking hospital.
0: You sound like her.
1: I was like, what is wrong? First of all, why did she go? I Okay.
0: I don't understand why she went. I understand
1: I why she went in the sense of maybe wanting to meet the family or whatever it is, but I don't understand why Colt thought it was going to be a good idea for her to stay in the same room.
0: Yeah. He was like, well, when he saw it online, it, it looked like a bigger room, but at the same time, even with that being said, if you're going to bring another female, like, I, no. Mm-hmm. Like, we did that with my kids. Like, we went down to Virginia Beach. It was mm-hmm. me and my husband in one bed, the kids and their grandmother in one bed. That's totally different when you're on, like, a vacation vibe and, you know, you're doing family shit we had no plans of you know fucking or anything like that, so hmm. I was cool with her being in the room to help us out. Right, but at the same time, like if you going down there and you know you about to you know smash some cheeks. Okay, so maybe.
1: <laughs> okay, I take that back. Maybe a second visit if if they became more serious,
0: then she should. Then come. she should have come one, to me. No, the she can mind her business.
1: But Colty, being Colty, he wants to move all fast and everything else, and it's starting to, me, to be it like seems
0: like he's moving like. A little hesitant. Just to me, seems like she's moving a little fast.
1: I feel like he's only being like. I think he's more cautious, obviously, because she's Brazilian and thinking of Leticia. The but they're talking about kids already. They're talking yeah. about this already. Da, 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 and I feel like okay.
0: So, at what time did you start talking about kids with your your name?
1: Well, me and Coolman met in college, so that's totally different. I don't know what's appropriate time for people to start talking about kids, because me and Coolman were kids when we were together. So okay. I don't know. What do you think is appropriate? Like do you lay all of that down like So
0: let us know that.
1: So we're both married and we've been with our significant others for quite some time.
0: So for me personally, if you're a specific age, like say you're you've been married for like forty five years or something, your husband divorces you or they die, whatever. And you want to get back out there looking for love, you have potential mate and you guys are talking, you guys are dating, I think at a certain age it should be like, Okay, look, this is what I want, this is what I don't want. Or if you're, like, okay. 45.
1: Okay, but think or,
0: or So,
1: think, like, 25 and up in dating. Let's say no. she doesn't have no kids, she wants children, and you're dating I think someone. it's
0: okay to have that conversation, not at the first date. So, when
1: did you have the conversation? Because you think about, like, online dating, and they put, like, you know, you have certain questions. Mm-hmm. So, I have friends who are doing, like, you know, online dating. And I remember talking to her, and I was just, like, you know... You ha- I feel like you need to be a friend and be clear about what it is that you want. But then also be open to things. You know right. what I mean? So it's just like.
0: I think by the. Maybe like the 10th date. Because then at that point you need to figure out. Okay what are we doing? Are we dating cordially? Are we exclusive? Like what is this? Mm-hmm. I mean that I feel like. We're in a new day and age. And I think our generation is a little different now. Well, not our generation, maybe like the younger generation. What's the generation after us?
1: I think Generation Z.
0: Okay. Whatever their generation is, they're a little bit different from us. And a lot of our generation is dating a lot of their generation, which is not a problem, but they're just moving a little bit different from us.
1: In like what way?
0: In a way where they're just more so... hmm, What can I say? How can I say it? Where they're more so like... um, I'm not settling for this. You know what I mean? Okay. They're they're, they're falling for everything, if that makes sense. Versus where we have standards where like, okay, well, I want to do this. I want this and I want this and I want that.
1: I think, okay. So I think the difference between the two, we are, I think we're pretty open and I think we're pretty progressive. We are one of the most progressive generations out there. However, I think with Generation Z, I think they are more um, open to a lot of things but opener. F- opener. <laughs> if that was <laughs> They're the word. Openest. Um, but I think sorry y'all, it's my freaking emails going off on my phone about absolutely nothing that I'm not interested in. Um, but no, like I think if I'm date, okay, so let me say this. When I was out there in the streets.
0: <laughs> I love how you go from professional to real hood and <laughs> like a When switch. I was
1: out there, I feel like out and I'm
0: co-switcher. Okay, go ahead. I
1: always tell my friends, I'm like. Be clear about what you want. Right. If you are looking for a fuck buddy, say that. If you are looking for something to potentially grow into something serious, then you need to say that. And I was however old saying that, and I'm the adult now, and I'm still saying that. However-
0: To the same group of friends.
1: Yeah, yes and no, but like that's just my mantra on things. Mm-hmm. I always say like I had very much of a mentality of a man like,
0: yeah, I was the same way.
1: So, with that being so, for me, that's why I'm just like, I wasn't the one to catch feelings all the time. And it was just, I'm going to do what I'm going to do, and I'm going to go my business. But I was very clear, so that there was no overlap.
0: That was... That Except was, for
1: when it came to Kulay. He didn't care about my boundaries, and then here
0: we are. Right. I think that kind of the same for me. And you, uh, Josh, was the same way. He didn't care about what the fuck I said. Because yep. I, I made it very clear, like, I mean... Because I was interested in Josh before he was interested in me. Mm-hmm. And I liked him for like a couple months, and then I found out he was a hoe, and I was like, oh, well. Um, <laughs> I mean, I was talking to other people in T way, boo. <laughs> so don't get it you twisted. Have to live his life. Right. Which is cool, but I don't know.
1: So I how soon like, is it? Okay. Changing the scenario. We're 30. We're in our career. No, no,
0: no. You're 30. Okay. We're in um, our career. Sis,
1: you're about to be 29 this year. Cut it out. <laughs> Okay. Thank you very much. You are very much a millennial. I'm embracing 30, by the way. Um, Okay. We are on the cusp of 30. We'll Mm -hmm. say
0: that. Yes, do that. And
1: you're in your career. you got your home. You're making the money that you want to make. And you're finally like, okay, I want to get back out there. When is the appropriate time to have these conversations? Like, are you now, are you dating with an intention? Like, what is your intention when you're dating? Are you still out there trying to get it in and going about your business are you like talking to multiple people or are you finally looking for something serious and to settle down
0: serious and to settle down because at that point you're 30 and then you know they said that biological clock starts starts ticking and people want kids and all this other stuff but i would say like i said probably 10 dates in but then i want to
1: that's a long
0: time. Yeah, I don't want nobody to waste my time. So I think when when people apply for this job, because it is a job.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. It needs to be a deposit made. What are your requirements? Do you fit?
1: Do you fit it? Does your resume match yeah. up with
0: this? For me, when I was looking for a partner, I needed somebody that was going to match me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you are not ambitious, you're not willing to move around as far as finding a different career. If you're not. Um, if you're not driving a vehicle, because, you know, back in the day, driving was a real, a really big thing. Yes. If you're not driving, if you, I mean, just being at you, vicious, had, to you. you had to match me. If you, your resume didn't look mine, or it wasn't close enough, we wasn't we wasn't talking to each other. I feel
1: you. I don't know. Like, I thank God, like, literally daily, I'm like, I thank God, because I don't have time for the foolishness. Yeah. Because I mess around just being by myself, because I don't have time to be dealing with people, and then I definitely have, like, such a man mentality that
0: Yeah, operate like a nigga.
1: I'd still be out there like you just gonna be upset in your feelings because
0: I don't care. But the Lord is good, he knew what I needed. He surely did. He did. He, he did. did. And I still have questions for Clean because I feel like Whatever, friend. okay. <laughs> he got swindled. Y'all
1: don't y'all don't see what see what he does. I don't. <laughs> okay, so Tamar Braxton um has been hospitalized for an attempted suicide though they released a 911 call on her fiance i guess he found her she was unresponsive
0: fiance
1: fiance oh boyfriend fiance boyfriend whatever okay I was what, what I whatever they, he they is they took that step whatever okay. he is there um so he found her unresponsive and then he was saying i think it was like after the trailer draft of the show that it just became to be too much blah 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 and then i also read online that because of covid like you know She wasn't able to work as she usually was, and like money was becoming an issue. So I wanted to just know your thoughts on it, because it seems like everybody has just lost their their models. It's a timid time for everybody. Yeah,
0: this coronavirus has brought out. I'm not gonna say the worst in people, but just like you get to see them in a whole different light. Like a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of these celebrities they're very social. Mm -hmm. and they need that interaction. They need to go to those red carpets. They need that attention. Mm -hmm. So when they don't have it, it's just like, what am I doing? Like, Mm -hmm. Why am I here? That type of thing. I do want to pray for her family because Tamar is like her own, not her own entity, but she's like, a different personality from her family. So she clashes a lot with them. And a lot of them don't agree with, you know, the things mm-hmm. that she does. So she's always been like the black sheep. And I, you know, in that sense, I'm kind of like that because my, my family, I'm pretty much like the black sheep, not saying, I mean, I am my own person. I mm-hmm. speak my mind. So a lot of people tend not to like me, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Cause at the end of the day, I'm not fucking you and uh, you ain't cutting my check. So Hello. I don't care, <laughs> but um, I do want to pray for her. But, like I said, a lot of these celebrities—they look for this this sense of attention and this 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 praise. So, I am
1: curious to know if this was a surprise to her family. Um, I know sometimes, like a lot of times, there's like different types of like depression and things mm-hmm. like that. And I read that like if I had to categorize myself when I do go work with like when I think of like any anxiety that I have, I'm a high-functioning person. Mm-hmm. And they were saying, like, sometimes people are, like, extra, like, very time-rigid with this, with that, and a third, like, as far as, like, anxiety, things like that. So I wonder, like, if I ever had an episode or a moment, is it something that people would be surprised about? Or people would be like, oh, my gosh, like, I would I would have never known, yada, yada, yada. And that's why with Tamar, because she's so vocal, because she's so fucking bubbly, you know, it, it's just, like, What demons were you battling? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's sad and it's unfortunate. And I think, you know, just with coronavirus and everything going on, like, I really think it's important to check in on people. I definitely felt at the beginning of corona, people were checking in more like, hey, like, how are you doing? How are you feeling? But now because we're slowly opening back up, we're going to shut down again, y'all. Don't get too (laughs) excited. Um, I think it's kind of slowed down. But... I wonder if they're going to actually end up showing the show still. I think they are. Or they're going to delay it. She was in a coma.
0: She was in a coma?
1: Yeah. She ended up being, like, in a coma, and then they said, like, you know, she finally woke up, um, and then they moved her to, like, another facility for treatment.
0: Wow. So I'm curious just to know, like... You see, with that, I'm thinking about Logan, because now, like, what is Vince going to do? Is he going to try to take full custody custody. and and say that she's not... Mentally competent. stable mm-hmm. and things like that, which could, you know, also make her backtrack and spiral out of control. But if she's not not responsive, is it drugs? Like is she taking drugs? Is she like
1: And the sad thing about it is she's not gonna be able to recover privately. It's going to be everybody right. want to know this, wanting to know that. And speaking of also uh the meltdowns, Mr. West.
0: Yeah, he's just going through <sighs>
1: Okay, so...
0: Mental health is so... So let me just say this
1: about Kanye West. So, mental health is very real. He is bipolar, and they do say that when he's in album writing mode or whatever the case is, he goes off of his meds because he doesn't like how it makes him feel, and so forth, and so forth, and so forth. And he decided that he was going to go ahead and he was going to try to run for president. So here's my first issue. You know Kanye is not stable. Why? I think from a perspective of... I'm a wife. I think from the perspective of you and my loved one, if I know that you're not mentally stable, I'm not gonna let you get out there and act like that. But on the flip side of it, this is Kanye West, and I wonder if they're, they're like, we're used to his foolery, we're used to this, we're just gonna let him do it. But like, homeboy was going out there telling everybody business. And I don't think that was appropriate, and I don't think that was mental illness that was just gonna allow him to tell everybody business. I think that was just, he had some things he wanted to get off his chest, and mm-hmm. that he's going to use that as an excuse. But apparently, like, Kim is not speaking to him, and then I saw yesterday that he apologized to her. He was like, I shouldn't have put our business out there. You know, North is going to one day learn that she wasn't wanted, like, all as most of us weren't initially, right. let's, be, let's be honest. Right. A lot of us were oops babies, okay? Some of our mamas was too far. What am I going to do? But that's neither here nor there. But... What do you think about the whole situation?
0: I think it's sad. I feel like he never really got to grieve his mom. Uh He never went through that whole process. Uh And I feel like that can contribute to the bipolarness and the depression and all of the things that he's been going through. Uh So I think maybe if he goes off the grid for a little bit, Uh maybe a year or two, get himself together stay on his meds, talk to somebody, go do therapy, deep therapy, emotionally, goat therapy, all these therapies, (laughs) something. They rich, they got money.
1: I think so, I remember with Amber Rose, like, she was saying, like, because she was alive. I mean, his mother was alive at that particular point in time. But, you know, just her saying, like, you know, he had mental illness then, like, but it wasn't, it was kind of, like, under wraps or Mm -hmm. whatever the cases. I think for me, I always think back to this interview I heard with Snoop Dogg, when he was saying, like, Kanye West don't have somebody, he don't have no auntie after his mama died, he don't have no auntie or no cousin to be like, listen, baby, we're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. He was like, and I'm not saying that his wife doesn't love him, he was just like, but he don't have that that black auntie mm-hmm. to be like, oh, you ain't about to be out here acting yeah. kind a of fool that's going to step in Girl. and be like, no, you're doing a little too much.
0: That's me, because my niece has social media and I get to see like the shit that she puts on there, and I don't know if her mama is checking her, but I surely go up on enough comments and be like, take this the fuck down. Yes. Take it down. Right now. <laughs> you nine fly. years old. I let be in it. the
1: fence Girl,
0: you nine out here nine years old out here calling somebody a slut. Take it down.
1: It's crazy because like but then I also feel for Kim like I can't imagine
0: waking up waking up
1: and seeing that and then dealing with my spouse, the father of my children and they're going through this mental health Crisis, because right. I wonder, and it's just like I want to be supportive. Mm-hmm. I love you and everything like that, but it's just like, at what point are you doing too much? And I wonder, like, does the family really understand that? So of course, everybody was just like, oh, you know, the Kardashians would get these men you mess them up. Like, this is what I say about it. Like, it's funny to laugh at it, but Lamar Odom had his drug problem before we got he got with a Khloe Kardashian, right? Okay. Scott had his own issues, and Scott derailed when he lost both of his parents Mm back-to-back, okay? Scott was an asshole. He was a fuckboy, period, point blank, okay? Before Mm -hmm. there was a whatever situation was. And Tristan Thompson was a low-down, dirty nigga, period. You Mm -hmm. left your pregnant uh, girlfriend, first girlfriend at the time, to go and be with this person. And then you over here uh, kissing this person and kissing that person. So that didn't have nothing to do with the Kardashians. So don't do that. And Kanye West had his mental illness before he was with the Kardashians. Mm So, I think we need to be a little bit empathetic on most fronts, but at the same time, let's stop giving Kanye West a pass because you had to say what you said about about Harry Tubman, then had do with your slavery. This, okay, you thought that your business between uh, what you went on with your wife and the conception or whatever it is of your child, North, that ain't nobody's fucking business. Okay, mm-hmm. and then you go on a rant about. Kim and Meek Mill and talking about he's in a sunken place. Cause you're the very person that said when I get on I'ma leave you for a white girl, and here we are. Now you in a sunken place. Now Dame Dash wanna come out, now. Justin Bieber coming out to Wyoming. You real active on social media. I don't wanna hear that. I just I just can't. I just can't. I feel like mental illness or not. I feel like Kanye West got up to a certain point in his life where he felt like I'm above all this. Right. I am a god. And I do what I want. So that ain't no mental illness to me personally. Personally. Not saying that the man doesn't have bipolar disorder, but he thinks those things, manic episode or not. So. Well, say how you really feel for it. I'm just saying. Speaking of Snoop, did you see the battle? No. Yo. Snoop dog is so fucking funny. Like, if you didn't watch it, you can't really get into it. Like, I it's not going to really mean too much meat, but, like, go back and watch some of them clips.
0: I see him dancing. He's a whole fucking fool.
1: He needed to just sit down. like, He's like he a was, tall slinky. He is that uncle at the cookout, mm-hmm. okay?
0: That's Walking uncle. around with his
1: beer in his mm-hmm. hand like this, drinking and dancing and everything like that, on the grill, food taking all day, because he over there dancing. mm mm-hmm. can Can't see get it. himself together.
0: I can see it. Them doing cript-walk battles in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. I was
1: fucking hollering, like, I had muted it at one point, and I was just watching him dance.
0: DMX, Actually, he just, was. He, i seen a couple of the clips. He just sound and looked like he was out of breath.
1: He was, and then they had to take a break. I ain't never seen no shit like that. Oh, he needs to take a break. Okay.
0: Well, I mean, he is recovering from them drugs, so. Yeah, but. Let's give him all the breaks he can get.
1: But Snoop Dogg did <coughs> changed his, you know, eating lifestyle a couple years ago, whatever the case. So maybe that's why he has a little bit more energy and so could forth.
0: Could be, could be. But DMX. He was a little chonky.
1: A trainer, maybe, because my boy was out of breath. He was a little chunky. And my asthmatic ass was out of breath for him. Okay. Okay. He didn't have to get up and rap every line.
0: What do you think about the Ashanti, well, the call for Ashanti and Alicia Keys to have a battle? Do not you Alicia, think that's appropriate? Not Alicia Keys, Keisha Cole. What did I say? Alicia Keys. <laughs> my bad. Keisha, Keisha Cole. Yeah, and right. Ashanti.
1: Um, do you
0: think it's appropriate? Do you think they're on the same, not pedestal, but the same? I can see that. You can?
1: I think that would be a good one. They was out around the same time. They have about the same amount of albums. I could see that. You can't.
0: Mm. Ashanti had some hits. She did. I'm not saying that she did. That first album just... was, them
1: first two albums was everything. It was. Same with Keisha Coles, and after that, I just stopped liking her. Yeah. When she stopped being hurt, I didn't want
0: to hear her anymore. Okay. So maybe they can just battle from the first two, first two albums? I guess so. Can we request that? But Ashanti didn't yes answer.
1: She said she
0: ain't got time. Look, She's booked she, busy. Out here
1: looking on somebody good. I- on
0: somebody island. I'm trying to be as snatched as she is. Mind okay? her business. Okay? She ain't worried about you, Keisha. Not at all. She not?
1: Not at all. I would want about, like, I would be like, don't call me out. <laughs> I would have. Like, I saw, like, when it popped up in, like, the message. Like, so online, like, everybody's stuff was coming up. You saw Ashanti was in there, and she said, Ashanti, was good? Something like that. Like, you trying something something she said. And I just, I wouldn't have responded. Like, leave me alone. I will not. And she Chris Brown was said like, he ain't bad on nobody. He said Chris Brown will bad a breezy. Okay? Because he's an only in competition himself. I felt that.
0: I mean, those are facts.
1: I felt that. I, I truly felt that. Um, What else? What else? What else? Okay, so did you follow the story of Meg the Stallion?
0: Who shot Meg? I mean, we know now, but don't, don't, don't. Do we really know? Okay,
1: so apparently... There was a party at Kylie Jenner's house, a party going on, Kylie was there, Meg was there, Tory was there. I guess Meg didn't like that Tori was being a little bit too friendly with Kylie Jenner, they got into an argument, whatever the case is. The argument carried over into the vehicle. What I have heard, what I've heard and I've read, and I've done my Googles and my researches, was that Megan started whooping his ass. That's not all right. She started whipping his ass. And I'm not even trying to be funny, but, like, Megan is almost six feet tall, and Tori Lanez is hundred twenty pounds per his arrest record. <laughs> I'm
0: just saying, okay? So that means Endergate
1: is my height, and he's smaller than me, mm-hmm. okay?
0: Yo, I see so And seen he felt threatened so for his life,
1: and he shot her. Now, what do you think about that? Because then people were making jokes about it, and she was just like, you know, this is real-life traumatizing, you know, da-da-da happened, and blah, blah, blah.
0: And, you know, people are making fun of it. What do you think? What do you think happened, first of all? Domestic violence is domestic violence. I mean, were they first of all, were they together? I think so. Or like violence is violence. I've seen them so. like
1: pop up on each other's like for a while. Whenever they were doing like mm-hmm. the thing, like sh- they would be in the same location together. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you think she whipped his ass? Yes. Poor Tory. When I whipped his ass, maybe been like a little too. You know how you know how we he do said when she we was get
1: whooping the- his ass.
0: I you would whoop Josh as, too. You, you ain't had to, to
1: shoot me. me. But let's talk... Okay, so let's talk about... Because it's hard because I think about, like, the Chris Brown and Rihanna thing. And I remember when that happened and how, like, people legit were not fucking with Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't go to the BET Awards that year. Jay-Z didn't want him there. Like, it was a bunch of stuff that ensued after the fact. And I think that... Chris Brown had the potential to be bigger had that situation not occurred, right?
0: Mm-hmm. But I don't think... Honestly, I don't... I mean, for that maybe year and a half, it might have affected his career. But after so, like, looking at it right now, it did not affect his career. I mean,
1: I think he still bigger. sitting
0: This nigga is still sitting on millions. People yes, of course. in other countries still want to so. think.
1: But I think from the perspective of a kind of... Projected her up and I think Chris Brown had to and he did you know like so did what you did But I remember watching the documentary and I remember even when it came out and I'm like That's not the first time that they fought before Of course, it's not the first time that they fought before and domestic is violence is Not appropriate. I don't care who involves it. I don't care the severity. It's not acceptable. It's not okay. However It's very interesting in this in that situation to me because I was just like and even when he told the story he was just like I guess, like, she was in his phone. She saw something, and she, she like, reached over. She hit him while he was driving. And he whomped her ass back, like, and they was just going out or whatever the case is. However, and he said, like, you know, they had fought in before, and they got into it. He said, like, I would have scratches. She would have scratches. He says, but, what well, what happened was is that, like, we had to stop. We'd have to be, like, chill because now people are asking what's going on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So when I think about this situation, it kind of reminds me of the Chris Brown-Rihanna situation. However... A lot of people are cool with Tori. A lot of people are cool with Megan. So I feel like people are feeling like they have to kind of choose fucking sides. And and if it did come out that she whipped his ass and then he shot her, then what are people going to say then?
0: I mean, at the end of the day, people want to say what they want to say, but... Because you think
1: of just just the makeup of the two. Right. She's a lot bigger than what he is. So if he, for whatever reason in that moment, but that's also telling that he's walking around strapped. Right. That's that short man's interest. So I just kind of felt like that's a situation where I just have to kind of, hmm. But then, like, I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast and Drea said something. They were making light of it. Mm-hmm. And they had to come back and apologize about it or whatever the situation is. But apparently she wasn't cooperating with the police. And she's not trying to tell what happened. But her friends are saying, like, they're, licking, they're leaking bits and pieces of what happened. So it's an interesting
0: thing. And Meg went live. And was telling the story of a police that she got locked up because... With her ex-boyfriend. With her ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I don't put it past her to fight no nigga. Just like any other woman that walks across these goddamn streets. She's big and shit. I don't put it past anybody to fight no nigga.
1: And Tori is 5'3". I'm not trying to... I'm not saying that it's not true. Something obviously happened since was shot. I'm just saying I think of what led up to that. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking, well, like, if I'm Tori... She was probably beating the shit out They said no they way. were like, he was whooping her, like she was whooping his ass.
0: That's embarrassing.
1: It is. So it's just kind of like, okay, whose side is everybody on?
0: But for you to bring a gun to a fist fight? Yeah, I
1: mean, he knows she's small. He knows where his uh, his weaknesses are, and that height ain't it. The
0: height Obviously, them hands it. ain't it either.
1: It's not it. But speaking of craziness, okay, did you watch the movie Fatal Affair with Fia
0: Long and Omar Epps? I did not. And only because everybody keeps telling me it's trash. Yo, fucking tra- First of all,
1: <laughs> okay, so when I first watched it, I was watching it to watch it. And Aid was like five minutes and he was just like, you are not nice still watching this bullshit, are you? I was like, "Shush, just let me watch it. First of all, I realized why Omar Epps looked weird. They didn't put no Beijing spray in his hair. What? You know, like the spray to make your hair look... Like darker and like fill it in. Oh Cause I kept looking and I was just no for real. I was just like, Why does his head look like that? But you know, like he's older, his hair's a little thinner. Mm-hmm. But they could have given my I man some type of spray. So there was that. So his face was just looking extra big. His license picture, and if y'all saw this, y'all know what I'm talking about. He was in the corner, like like they gave him an angle, like to pull like it was just crazy. And like literally it's like every black movie that you've seen, like when the bow breaks. And like mm-hmm. white people make these movies in one time. But apparently, like, Nia Long was, like, director on it. And I feel like, when you are, when you've done so many things in your acting career, and this is just me, I'm not an actress, so I don't fucking know. Maybe she did it as a, they signed up on it as a, like, thank you to somebody they know. But that was fucking bullshit trash for Nia Long and Omar Epson. I can't look at y'all niggas the same anymore. I cannot. Then... Like everything was fine, they didn't even have sex, and then all of a sudden he just started being crazy, and then like he shot the girl, the daughter's boyfriend. He was just dead, and they just ran to him. He was laying there dead, and everybody got up and they was running out. And then they supposedly thought that he was dead or whatever it is, but they didn't no dental records to confirm it was this nigga, but it really wasn't him. It was the homeless guys that they alluded to. Like, it was just a fucking mess, but it was a mess that I couldn't turn off. <laughs> so then when I watched it the second time with my friend, that's when I was able to put on. And Nia had me full with that wig, though, because I was just like, oh, I was just like, that is a really, some girl, good tracks, whatever it is. But then I saw where it stopped and they tried
0: to do like a little part right there. I thought I was the only one that looks at stuff like No, that. I
1: have to look at it every single time I see it. Every time I see it, I have to look. And I was just like, okay, why is that a thing? Then all of a sudden, when they was in a club bathroom, whatever it is, that's the cleanest fucking club bathroom I've ever seen. And then they just go up in there and they just about to have sex and nobody's coming in. Nobody else was in the bathroom. I say, watch it.
0: How long is it? I don't know if I can dedicate like an hour my time. and a half. Okay, maybe I can do it.
1: You're going to be left. You're going to be like, what the hell? To me, it was kind of worse than acrimony. It just wasn't as long. You saw acrimony? Mm hmm. Okay. It was acrimony. Because I feel like trash.
0: they do, like you said, they do the same plot to every movie.
1: But the thing is, it's just, just like people are always going to go out and see those movies, but I think you have to have some type of substance, like some type of like build up to it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was just boom, 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 boom. I, it felt like I was watching somebody summarize a
0: movie.
1: <laughs> like that's how it went. Like you blink and it was done.
0: And I was so excited to see the clips of the movie, the trailer and everything being passed around on um Facebook. I was... Y'all could just see my face. <laughs> that nigga's license picture I was I was hollering when
1: they when they posted it. I really was. I was hollering. But
0: watch it. If you can. I'm gonna try. I don't I don't know. Let's see. Okay. So Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon.
1: So I'm gonna be honest. I'm not too familiar
0: with the um No Shade, but I didn't know he had a podcast. And I'm not saying, you know, we're better than him or anything like that. I just really didn't know didn't know this nigga had a podcast. So apparently he said some what is it anti something anti-semitic
1: which is like a hate speech against um jewish people
0: he made some remarks
1: yeah saying that they were essentially savages and it had something to do with the money conversation i had to listen to another podcast to kind of understand the 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 background of what is going on with why the comments were inappropriate just Mm -hmm. listening briefly like quickly past it like Maybe because I'm ill-informed and, like, uneducated about it, but...
0: Are you able to inform me on...
1: I'm still really not
0: clear
1: about it. Um, But nonetheless, like, you know, they went ahead and MTV went ahead and they... Or, excuse me, Viacom canceled Wild Now. And then they also, you know, fired him from all that stuff work that he was doing with Nickelodeon. And he was going to lose his job on The Masked Singer, but they made it... But, you know, he went ahead and he apologized. And he genuinely sounded... You know, like he was apologetic. This wasn't just a, like, I said what I said type of thing. Right. And he made awareness that, you know, like I wasn't aware of it, you know, forgive me, like, you know, I'm trying to be better. I think for me, my thing is just like with this cancel culture, we never give anyone the opportunity to learn and to grow.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But then also, like, taking that man has done a lot. He has. And then to take his, those two, those take him off while and out, like, really. And which is why I said like there are just some communities you can't not say nothing about.
0: I wonder if the chaos of wallin' out is still gonna continue. Or if I they're just gonna wanna. go ahead and, or if they're just gonna go ahead and cancel wallin' out.
1: They all came through and they were saying, like, you know, like we support you, you know, like thank you so much for doing what you did, for putting me on, so forth and so forth. But for me, I'm not Jewish and I know that, you know, the oppression of People, the hate that people have felt towards Jewish people goes back to, like, biblical times. Mm -hmm. Um, So I am aware of that. And, you know, they did experience the Holocaust. And, like, people just historically have not fucked with Jewish people. Mm -hmm. We know that. Um, Similar to black people, they were saying, like, you know, we have more similarities than we are different. And I think for me, my thing is, is that Wallin' Out says some outlandish shit all the time. Show on. Now, when we get into speaking of a certain demographic of people, oh, he has to do this. He has to do that. And I feel like. Not even walling out. Okay,
0: let's talk about American, American Dad. Like a lot of these cartoons. That's what I'm American saying. American Dad, Family Guy. Um, what was that show? The, the little black guy on Family Guy had this little spinoff. The Cleveland. The Cleveland show. The Simpsons. Like they all say the exact same fucking shit.
1: And then he loses. I don't think that he should have lost his stuff. But then it also brought to me a couple different things. I was, again, listening to a podcast, and they were talking. They were like, Nick Cannon is a talent. Mm -hmm. So whether he's here or he's there, he brought people to y'all. He made y'all money. So now I saw that they went ahead and they replaced. um, When I was watching TV the other day, they replaced Wildin' Out with the Dave Chappelle show. And I was watching Dave Chappelle show, and I'm like, even that. He's not even funny. Even, but even that, like, some of the stuff that was there, and this was, like, early 2000s or whatever it is, like, it was, like, I guess a people would do not to be, like, very offensive. Mm-hmm. It was very homophobic. It was very racist. It was very, you know, it was very a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But I just kind of feel like we have to create room for people to say stuff. And I think MTV is making a huge mistake or Viacom is making a huge mistake because this is, again, this is Nick Cannon. Mm-hmm. And he has brought y'all all of this revenue. While and, I, while and I has gone on tour because of him. When you think about Nickelodeon, you know, they become a more diverse space because of Nick Cannon. Now, I will say with Nick Cannon being Nick Cannon, you have this large platform. You do have to know and understand that you just can't open up your mouth saying whatever you want.
0: That is true. Whether you feel like that, I understand it with your podcast, but
1: someone is always listening. And right. because of that,
0: somebody's always willing to yeah. not rat you out, but just willing to pull your cards.
1: What I read was that one of the executives at Viacom was Jewish.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: she was offended by it. So because of that, the decision ultimately came down to her to go ahead and, you know, uh, part ways with him, is what I was told. But I fuck with, you know, the people from The Mass Singer for being like, you know, what, nah, like, he just has to apologize and then he can stay on. Mm-hmm. I fuck with them for that.
0: Yeah, but, everybody makes you know, mistakes. Everybody.
1: Yes, everybody does.
0: Everybody has everybody said does. a homophobic or a racist comment everybody. Mm -hmm.
1: But he's going to come out on top and I just pray that, you know, he doesn't allow this to deter him. Mm -hmm. And this is why it's so important for us to own our own shit. So can't nobody come and take it from you. Right. It's so important. I saw Diddy offer him revolt to be like, come on, make your platforms, do what you need to do, whatever it is. And I think Nick Cannon is to the stature where Nick Cannon can have his own fucking station. Mm -hmm. He can have his own fucking platform. And I pray that this Pushes him to do that. I mean, he. We're so busy trying to find. His music career like, was not that. No, it's trash, and he knows it. He knows it, but we try to. We're so busy and trying to get a seat at the table. We can create our own fucking mm-hmm. table, and that's
0: it. And I hope oh. it comes to fruition where he can, you know, own his own. That hmm?
1: felt weird. My watch isn't on. Oh,
0: uh, I, I kept looking, know,
1: and I was just like, "I like you're Two toned, first of all. <laughs> like what? What is that? Oh, tell me what happened at the nail shop.
0: So, it wasn't the nail shop. It was the hair salon. Okay. So, I went and I got my hair done. And it was a conversation about, and this came from the owner. She's, I want to say, between 40, 45-ish. Basically, she saw something on Facebook. And it says, if a man comes to you and proposes to you without a ring, but shows you a receipt that he's paid off the $70,000 worth of debt, will you agree to marry him? She said no. A lot of the younger girls in there said no. One of them said, yeah, but he needs to give me a ring. I chose not to say anything. Because. I waited because I wanted to hear, you know, I like to hear people's perspective on why they would say no. Me personally, I would, yes. So what was their perspective on saying no? This was like, well, with all of that, you could have just bought me a ring. And, to me, that sounds ungrateful. Like, why wouldn't you just be happy that somebody paid off your fucking debt? That's $70,000 worth of debt. Or it could be $10,000 worth of debt.
1: So, I did see that. I saw that. Someone actually posted that question.
0: Mm-hmm. I saw that. Um, I, okay. Let me say how I feel. Yes, because I need to hear this. I'm okay with you bringing me a receipt of $70,000 worth of debt. Because I'm looking at the future. Later on down the road, if I want a ring, we could talk about getting a ring. It's not that big of a deal to me. Because we, the United States, is the only place that you're really getting a ring. Other cultures, other places, they get married. It is what it is. Mm. Not a lot of places do that. So if you're paying off my debt, I'm thinking about the longevity of it. Okay, now we can go get a house. So... If I'm
1: being honest with myself. Now, I'm going to shout, bust a wide open, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And pay off my debt. Period. But, but you I would still run. want a ring. I would.
0: Well, no, I understand. I get that part. I get that you would want to ring. But are you well, Are you just going to me in front of you right now? Alex, would you marry me? No ring receipt and everything. Would you marry me? I might think that you're joking. If
1: I'm thinking of my initial reaction, I might
0: think that you're okay, joking. Okay, so if I folded it up. A nice little square. Put it in a box, a ring box, and I said, "Alex, would you marry me?" I paid off seventy thousand dollars worth of your debt. I, don't, I just
1: now you pay off my debt, yes, like you. you no, got no it. it's you got
0: it. yes or no. It's yes, it's but no... in my
1: mind, I want my fucking ring because that is like your
0: okay. As, married,
1: as a married woman, do you almost always wear your ring?
0: Yeah. Why? I mean, it it's, is It is a symbol. It is a symbol. I do agree with that. However, there are a lot of times and a lot of people that don't wear their wedding ring. Or sometimes they'll get, like, something cheap.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like... Now, I'm definitely down for you paying off my loans. But I feel like for a part of me, I just want...
0: I want that moment. No Don't take it from No explanation. Me. Are you going to marry me? Yes or no. I'm yes. in front of you with yes. a box.
1: Yes, but understand that maybe a day or two later, I'm going to be like, okay, well, where's my ring?
0: That's fine. But a lot of people in the nail salon, oh, in, the, in the salon that I was at was like, no, I'm not going to marry you until you bring me a ring. And I'm thinking logically, that's $70,000 worth of debt that this person did not have to pay off. Yeah did not have to do
1: so yes in theory my answer my answer initially would be yes but if uh, you're, the,
0: okay but Wait.
1: if you are asking me if we're thinking essentially from like a logical perspective or whatever it is i want my fucking rank because i felt like if you had seventy thousand dollars to pay that off you could have dropped a thousand dollars above my ring I'm being honest. I
0: like, I know I'm not sounds, mad at your answer. I'm listening. I know it
1: sounds crazy, but I think for me when I think about the ring, I think it's I think it's symbolic for a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. I think it's symbolic that okay, like this is me letting know to the world and to you or whatever the case is that like we are going to be united forever. We are going to be taking this next step or whatever the case is, whatever the situation is. You notice that men don't wear an engagement ring. Mm-hmm. I wish they did, but they don't. Um and I think I don't know because ask someone who's married, cool, you better not take off your fucking ring and give shit what's going on. You don't take it off. Just like I'm not going to take mine off, you know? Unless when I end up being pregnant and then my fingers get super fat and I can't fit it. But if I got to put a little rubber band or something on it, I imagine that I would. However, yes, I'm grateful that you went. I don't think it's ungrateful to ask, like, okay, but where's my ring? Because I could easily then just go ahead and be like, all right, well, you paid it, by. I don't know
0: okay so my thought is let's take it back to slavery when nobody had money to buy a ring at all and they were married and it was just what it was Yeah, I get married the ring is a symbol of your love your undying love for the person but if Josh was to come to me and say hey I paid off all your student debt will you marry me yes And if that means I got to save up a couple thousand dollars to buy the ring that I want, yes, I will do it myself. That's fine. At some point, you know what it is, I feel like I'm going to say yes, but,
1: okay, so maybe it's that he did that and then like, maybe like a month or two down the line or whatever it is, it's like, okay, here's your ring. Or at the
0: wedding, here are your rings. Right, at the wedding, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. But at some
1: point, you're going to give me a
0: ring. Right. So I'm not saying that you're not getting a ring. I'm saying that I'm proposing to you with a piece of a receipt that says I paid off all your motherfucking student debt. There's $70,000 worth of debt. I'm thinking of us long term. And that's what I can appreciate about somebody. Right. If you're right. thinking about the longevity of this marriage, because a lot of people get married going into a marriage with debt. Hello, and there are three top things that in a marriage within a lot of years. Financial restrictions. Is number one. Okay, communication and lack of sex. So financial is the first thing that goes. So if you're coming to me and you're saying, "Babe, I paid all your student loans off. Are you willing to take this journey with me to be married?" Yes. Yeah. Yes, I will yes. do that because I'm thinking, I'm thinking later on they they you know we can get a ring later on down the road if yeah. I even want one. Sometimes I don't even want to be wearing that shit because my hands. With the, yeah. all this... My hands be irritated. My hands be irritated. The skin be peeling. It be dry, a little crunchy sometimes. <laughs> but, I mean, it is what it is. So, yeah. So, I'm going to... I would initially say yes, but I would
1: be lying if I said in the back of my mind, I wouldn't be like, okay, my next question may not be, okay, where's my ring? I'm going to... I'd be lying if I said that.
0: Right.
1: Like, thank you, but where's my ring? But, like, like, where is my ring? I just... I just I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to know how like the rest of that uh, story went on.
0: I am curious. the real, like the too, real, like, the I real was, story. I was. I'm not gonna say I was disappointed, but I was really like thinking about it when the older lady said it. And I'm just like, I would. Me, I think long term. Yeah,
1: I think that thing. The thing is too. Like it's crazy because I know a couple of people who were married like a year and now they're divorced. Like it's crazy to me. But that to me signifies that y'all had issues, y'all didn't square away, which y'all needed to square away before y'all got married. And that's not to say that, you know, you get married and it's just this magical wand. Right. It's it's not. not, It's not the case at all. It's work. It's not the case at all because we did premarital counseling, you know, before we got married, and I'm I'm thankful that we did. You know what I mean? Because we were kind of able to sort through and we got some tools on how to like you know deal with certain things and situations. But I feel and I think that when it comes down to, um, I think when it comes down to having the conversation about getting married, people only focus on like the wedding, and which is why I remember when I was getting engaged, I was telling, I was just like, it really bothered me that people would only ask about like how's the wedding planning process coming. I'd be like, it's bigger than just the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like. There's a lot that goes into, at least for me mentally, in being engaged. Mm-hmm. There was a lot that went. not It was, you know, I'm trying to adjust to the fact that my name is going to change. I'm adjusting to the fact that I'm inheriting another family. I'm adjusting to the fact that, like, this is the motherfucker I'm going to wake up with the rest of my life. Who I'm having kids with. Who I'm going to build a house with. When life happens, is going to be the person that's going to be sitting here. So I think for me, that was a bigger deal than the actual wedding day itself. But for some people they just want the day
0: yeah i know for me as far as me being married we got married at a church and then we had our reception at red lobster because we couldn't afford to do anything big and nice but now me looking back and i'm like okay we're coming up on six years being married in february and i'm like okay i want to start looking at places i want to have the dream wedding that i want to have now the first four years of our marriage was really, really tough because we didn't do premarital counseling. Mm. So we didn't have, like, I didn't have a role model to tell me what a wife looks like or what she right. does or Same. what they're supposed to do. Same. Just like he didn't have a role model of what a husband is supposed to do and, you know, follow these th- this layout. Right. We had no idea of what a marriage was supposed to be. But let me just say this your marriage is your marriage what you do Mm -hmm. from somebody else is something totally different from what they're gonna do yeah so i feel like when you're engaged that one two three years conversations need to be had of okay what would it look like for us to parent together because your idea of parenting and his idea Mm -hmm. of parenting are two different parenting things yeah What would it look like for us to hold an account together? Because how he manages money might not be the way you manage money. Mm. Or the way you pay bills might not be the way he pay bills. Or how he grocery shops or what type of detergent. Like, these are Mm -hmm. things that you have to be mindful. And we didn't have anybody to really look at to mimic or want to try to. I mean, we had people that we wanted to to, like, try to be like relationship we, we, goals. right we want that relationship goal but we don't know what it takes to be in that relationship yeah so we didn't have all of that for us so now that we're coming up on six years like i said the first four years were, were really hard because we're just battling with each other we're trying to figure out okay well how can well i know for me how i can still be an individual but still be married and how I can still have my own life outside of this marriage. So I know now with, it has taken some growth from both of us to try to figure out how we can meet in the middle. I'm not saying that I, I've um, calmed down on going places and doing things, but, and essentially I have Mm -hmm. this coronavirus, not even coronavirus, just conversations with him. Just like, I'm not willing to budge on these few things. Right. Right. So I think when people get married or get engaged first, those conversations need to happen.
1: Yeah, and I think too, even taking it just a step back further like, I think with relationships, period, even before people get engaged, I think a lot of people want the cutesy shit of a relationship. Mm-hmm. They like, want oh, they want what they see on yes, the Yes, they want, the, oh, I want somebody to go to the movies with, or, oh, I want somebody to do this with, and I'm like, there's going to be moments where y'all just don't like each other. Mm-hmm. There's going to be, like, I love you. Like, mm-hmm. me and Kulin were together for a really, really long time before we got engaged, and, oh my gosh, there's a huge deer, Like, look at that. Sorry, y'all, we're sitting in the backyard. Super close. Hey. Um, but anyways, like, I think people have the idea of like, oh, we're gonna like go to bed together every night. We're gonna like, you know, have sex all the time. We're gonna do all these cute little dates and da 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 da, da. And like, if I'm being honest, and I tell Kunle, like there was a good maybe year that we were together and I just did not like Kunle. Like we were going through some shit. Like I loved you and I was ready and willing and I was doing my best to try to work it out, but I did not like him. Like there was not a moment that we did not argue about everything and anything And about nothing. But we argued all the time. And I think when I tell people, like, oh, I want a relationship so bad, I'm like, okay, but are you willing to come to work? And you have to kind of get rid of this fantasy of what you have that you think a relationship is going to be because it's not going to be that. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be that. And then you add in, okay, now we're engaged. And then with a marriage, and I know people say, like, you marry your spouse or whatever it is, but you are also inheriting a bit of their family. Whether you, I mean, whether mm-hmm. you like it or not. I mean, it just is what it is. And people can say, well, you're American. Yeah, that's fine. But you also have to think of how he, how him or her interact with their family. Mm-hmm. And how their interactions with their family affect you and your household. Mm-hmm. I don't have kids yet, but you have to think about, you know, what that yeah. grandparent influence may be like. Yeah. You have to think about stuff like that. So, I always caution people, like, I understand wanting companionship and this, that, and a third, but... As you said, I think a lot of people end up breaking up or divorced simply because they don't—they're not realistic with stuff. Yeah. You have to get rid of everything that you thought that you knew, and you literally have to take it day by fucking day. Mm-hmm. So that's just my—that's just my spiel well, somebody who's been in a relationship with him for years, and they'll be coming up on our year anniversary August first. <laughs> <laughs> So that is all I have for you today, friend. Do you have anything else? I do not. Okay, so my music plug is not anybody unknown, but it is Drake.
0: We need to go back to the unknown plugs. I, we do.
1: We do do a lot of things, friend. We do. But Corona has simply messed us up in my group and my vibe. Yeah. So we're gonna get back. I promise y'all. We just. Yeah. We'll get there. But it's Drake featuring DJ Khaled, pop star. All right. Not a doctor. Bye guys. Bye. えっ!